Welcome to the Our San Gabriel Valley podcast. This podcast is for anyone who has a growth mindset, is passionate about self-development, and is interested in building wealth through real estate while enjoying a balanced life of work and play. It's no longer just about the destination and grinding through. You can travel. You can treat yourself often. You can spend quality time with friends and family while enjoying the occasional avocado toast. Everything is possible when you plan for it and allow life to give you what you deserve. My name is Sebastian. And my name is Salud. We look forward to sharing our journey as a married couple and business partners in the hopes of giving you unique industry insights, home buying, investing, and selling tips, and highlighting our favorite spots and things to do in our community of San Gabriel Valley. Hi everyone, glad to be back with you all and excited to talk to you about a topic that we often get asked and encounter quite often when helping our clients buy or sell, and that is whether or not we think it's a good idea to install solar panels or buy a home with solar panels. Put simply, the question is to solar or not to solar. Climate change or global warming has been a hot topic, pun intended, for quite some time. You may have seen recent documentary films about it, and it was even a big topic of debate in our presidential election last year, so we thought this might be of interest to you. We are not solar experts by any means, but we have had our share of experiences with clients who either have solar panels installed and are selling, as well as those who are buying a home that has a solar contract in place with the existing owner. Today, we wanted to give you a few pros and cons that may help you decide which way you should go. So just in case you're not familiar with how solar panels work, solar power systems derive clean, pure energy from the sun, and installing solar panels on your home helps to combat greenhouse gas emissions and it reduces our dependence on fossil fuel. So let's start out with sharing one of the pros, and I think this is the one that's probably at the forefront of everyone's mind when they think of solar panels, and that is helping the environment and helping us all. So like I said just right now, traditional electricity is sourced from fossil fuels, such as coal and natural gas. When fossil fuels are burned to produce electricity, they emit harmful gases that are the primary cause of air pollution and global climate change. So solar power systems derive clean, pure energy from the sun, and they help combat greenhouse gas emissions and reduce our collective dependence on fossil fuel. Pro number two, reduce or eliminate energy bills. I think personally that half of the people that get solar systems are going to do it because of the green portion of it, and other people are really looking to reduce their energy bills. This top benefit of solar panels is pretty straightforward. When you install solar power for your home, you generate your own electricity, become less reliant on your electric utility, and reduce your monthly electric bill. A solar panel system typically has a 25 to 35 year lifespan, which means that you can cut your electricity costs for decades to come by going solar. Uh, Sebastian, firsthand, can you think of any of our clients who have solar panels and what their savings are per month, more or less? Well, yeah, that's what I was going to mention. We have encountered multiple families that have sold properties with us. And in that process, we have uncovered that a lot of families are paying maybe 20 to 30% of their energy bills. 
And so really comes down to how their terms are set up with the electricity companies. But a lot of the times we've seen people go from five to $700 in energy bills down to about 150 to $200. That's quite a savings. So it could definitely be worth the investment. I would say so. The last pro we want to share with you is having to do with earning tax credits and rebates when you go solar. There's actually a federal solar tax credit and in 2020 that tax credit fell from 30% to 26% of the cost of solar installation for homeowners. In 2021, it fell down to 22% of the cost and it remains to be seen how much uh, that will change, but that is something to consider when installing solar panels is that you do get a tax credit or a rebate for it. That's a good point. So now let's go into some of the cons. Number one, and this is one of the most important ones, it can be very expensive. The initial cost of purchasing a solar system is fairly high. This includes paying for solar panels, inverter batteries, wiring, and the installation. Not everyone has the cash on hand to make an investment of this size with an upfront payment. That being said, there are a number of solar financing options to help you get around this solar con, such as state-backed loan programs, lease and power purchase agreements. A lot of people don't know this, but when you install a solar system, a lot of the times they have to reinstall your roof. And in that, uh, you have to know that the solar system also weighs a ton. So a lot of the times they have to reframe the roof and then re-roof. That can be a hassle for the families because obviously you were not expecting that. And so now you don't have a roof in your house for at least a couple of days or a couple of weeks. And so you have to plan for that. That's a really good point. Con number two. So another con would be that solar panels are weather dependent. And although solar energy can still be collected during, let's say, cloudy or rainy days, the efficiency of the solar system does drop. So solar panels are dependent on sunlight to effectively gather solar energy, and therefore a few cloudy, rainy days can have a noticeable effect on the energy system. But you should also take into account that solar energy cannot be collected during the night, which I'm not sure if a lot of you knew, but that is the case. And I don't really see this being as a big problem, though, here in SoCal, simply because our weather is almost always sunny, but definitely something to consider depending on where you live and what the climate is like there. We're briefly interrupting this episode to let you know about our new passion project called Kicks for Kids. Every time that we help a family and close a real estate transaction for a buyer, seller, or investor, we will be gifting a new pair of soccer shoes to a deserving soccer player in our San Gabriel Valley soccer community. We hope that this program can morph into much more in the future and we are able to do more towards these children's education, soccer life, and future. For now, you can help our efforts by sharing this program and by letting people know that we are here to help them with any of their real estate needs. Go to the link on our website to learn how to nominate your deserving soccer superstar today. I'll be sure to leave a link for you in the show notes. Thanks so much for listening and now let's get back to the episode. Con number three, finding a quality reputable solar company can be difficult. There's a common association or belief that many homeowners have with solar. It has to do with 
pushy solar cells reps that pressure consumers to sign a 20-year solar contract before they explain the full scope of the offer or in finding out the credibility of the actual company. A lot of companies unfortunately go out of business in the first one to five years of doing business. So it's gonna be very difficult for you to get great customer service. Solar is one of the fastest growing markets in the world. And there are plenty of companies that are deploying aggressive sales tactics to get their fair share of the market. As a result, for many people, shopping for solar can be a stressful, confusing scenario. The unfortunate truth is that the reps are really not doing a great job in explaining all the features, all that the solar panels entail. And so we find that a lot of people are not getting the right information and education necessary for them to make an educated decision. That is such a great point. And I would say that in our line of work, we tend to see that a lot, unfortunately, Um, especially with our Spanish speaking clients. A lot of the times they get honestly bamboozled by sales reps to just sign the contract without giving them a fair opportunity to read the fine print and really understand what they're getting themselves into. So a lot of the times once we get into escrow and we're selling their home, for example, we have to do a lot of backpedaling and a lot of like digging and um, we have to be really persistent in making sure that we get the accurate information and are able to transfer that lease um, correctly without scathing them in the process. It's unfortunate because we find that we have to be detectives when helping someone decipher what the contract says. It seems to us like they're just asking the clients to sign on the dotted line and they want to get their commission and they don't really care what happens afterwards. That's not to say that there are some great solar companies out there, but to be honest, from my experience in helping clients, I haven't seen many. Um, So if that's something that you're looking into, please, please, please make sure you do your homework and make sure that you really look into the company that you're going to go into contract with to make sure that they are who they say they are. I think the best way to go about that is like anything else. Try to get a word of mouth reviews, uh, people that recommend a specific company and even a specific salesperson. And I think that's going to go a long way. I agree. And just briefly touching on the process of a buyer going for a home that has solar panels, the way that it works is once the buyer receives a green light on their home loan, we reach out to the solar company and request a solar lease transfer. So the rep will usually send us a service transfer form that the buyer will then sign um, and fill out. And this process you can usually take care of digitally via like editable PDFs or online forms. And it's fairly quick. Um, If it is a lease transfer, that means that there is a remaining balance that the buyer will then inherit when they take ownership of the home and they will need to qualify for this loan. Usually that doesn't really present a problem in our experience because if the buyer is able to qualify for a home mortgage, then it's likely that they'll also qualify for a solar loan, which is much smaller. And if you are thinking of getting a solar system, reach out to us. I don't have the name of the company 
right now at the top of my head, but we can certainly look for it. And we have encountered one family specifically that uh, so there we have encountered one house and one family that sold their house to our buyer and our buyer did not have to pay for the transfer they did not have to pay for the solar panels it was a non-profit company that was giving free solar panels and installations to families that could qualify for it i'll make sure to leave that information in the show notes the last con number four solar may not improve the value of your home hence it is not a good investment a lot of the times if you are planning to sell or move soon Solar is a great financial investment, or at least it can be, but it can take some time to reach the break-even point. The average solar panel payback period in the US is around seven and a half years. So most of the time, the solar systems are gonna cost you anywhere between 15 to about $40,000. So I think it's important for you to do the math and to see how long is it gonna take you to break even on that solar panel system, depending on how much money you're saving per month, right? The reason why we are even doing this episode for the podcast is because we were talking to several families that were considering getting a solar panel system. They sent me a text and they asked me, Sebastian, we are thinking about getting a solar panel system. Do you think that it, it is a good investment? So obviously we cover a lot of the, the pros about the solar systems where you know a lot of people believe that is a, is a green thing to do, so it's good for the environment. That family understands that and they, they do like the solar panel system because of that fact. But at the same time, we're finding that a solar system is not a great investment because it doesn't give you a return on the money you spend for it. So a lot of the times we're seeing that families are spending on average $25,000 for that solar system. And when they go and sell the home, they're not getting $25,000 or more money in return for that system. Uh, Sebastian, as far as solar panels are concerned, you can purchase them outright or you can lease them as well, right? Yeah, so that's something important to mention that whether you are buying them for the first time or maybe you're purchasing a home with the solar system, it's important to find out if the solar system is completely paid off or if there is a mortgage on it. Essentially, if someone paid $25,000 for it, they paid $10,000 for it already. So there's gonna be a balance of $15,000. And as Salute has mentioned already, you can also lease the system. So that means that you're only gonna rent it out and you're never gonna own it. Sebastian, would you solar? That's a great question. And I would say my answer is it depends. And I'll tell you why. So I've spoken to a lot of technicians, a lot of friends, and at that time, they were not trying to sell me a solar system. We were just having a conversation. And I asked them, do you recommend that when I buy a house, I get a solar system? And he simply said to me, if you are buying a single family house, I do not. But if you have two or three or more units, then yes because in a single family house, it, it doesn't make sense. You're gonna break even way too, too long in the period of time to make sense of it. And so to answer your question, I would say that if we bought a single family house and we added one or two other units to it and we had tenants in the property where you're not able to predict how much electricity they're gonna be using, then I would get a solar system. But if it's a personal house and depending on how long we're going to keep the house, if we're going to keep it less than 10 or 15 years, then I would not. For me, I would say that I'm also torn because 
coming from what I do and how I help buyers, I get to see all of the bad sides of these solar companies. So I'm weary of them, to be honest. But I do believe in helping the environment, and that is very important to me. I also would not mind saving some money on energy bills. So I think that for me, it would come down to... I would install solar panels on, like you said, a a home that we plan to stay in long term, whether it's a rental property that we plan to keep for years and years and years, or it's our primary home that we live in that we know we're going to keep for a long time. 100%. All right. I hope that gave you all some clarity if you are debating whether or not to install solar panels in your existing home or if you're thinking of buying a home with solar panels. As always, if you have any questions, we always provide our contact information in the show notes. Thank you guys so much for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for spending this time with us listening to the Our San Gabriel Valley podcast. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode. If you did, please subscribe, share it, and leave us a review. You can also find us at OurSanGabrielValley.com, on Instagram at OurSanGabrielValley, and of course on Facebook. Bye, guys.
Hi everyone, glad to be back with you all. I am your host, Salud, and I am here with my husband, Sebastian. Hey everyone, so nice to be here with you again, and thank you for listening to our wonderful voices. (laughs) Glad to be back with you all, like I said, and excited to talk to you about a topic that we often get asked and encounter quite often when helping our clients buy or sell. That topic is going to be to solar or not to solar. So should you get solar panels on your house? Should you purchase a house that has solar panels? Should you purchase a system to then sell it? That last one is unnecessary. The topic is should you solar or not solar? Meaning, should you purchase a solar system for your house? Should you buy a house with the solar system? Put simply, like he said, the question is to solar or not to solar. Climate change or global warming has been a hot topic, pun intended, for quite some time. We already did that. Okay. It was just the introduction. Okay. So today we're going to, today we're excited for our episode and we're going to get into the pros and cons of having a solar system. We're going to get also into conversations about some of our clients that have sold houses with us with solar systems. Is it a good investment or is it not? We will let you decide. 